Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You're walking us through the pages of Isaiah with, uh, around chapter 40, Colin, looking and interpreting some of the prophecy that we read there. We've seen that there was a contemporary application for these words as God was speaking to his people Israel at the time through, his, through Isaiah. We've seen that there's a future fulfillment that shall be surely uh, brought into being in the life of Israel because God certainly hasn't finished with Israel. But there is also a present-day application for all believers, whether Jewish or Gentiles, who are part of the new Israel of God. The new Israel of God has not replaced Israel, but consists of those who have been grafted into Israel through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And today we're going to look at chapter 41, verse 8. But you, O Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I called you. I said, You are my servant, I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm -hmm. Now this is a good passage to see these different ways of interpreting the prophetic scriptures. God is addressing Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I've chosen, um, you descendants of Abraham, my friend. Now, he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And uh, he will always be known as such. Jesus himself says that. He will always be known as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that that demonstrates that he is God of the living, not the dead. He's God of each successive generations. And in the New Testament, Abraham is our father, even though most of us listening would not be Jewish believers, uh, but uh, Gentile believers, Abraham is the father of faith, and we inherit the promises of Abraham. Mm -hmm. So there is a present-day application for us as well as for Israel. In verse 9, we read, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I called you. Now you could say that this is what has been happening in Israel in recent years, that God has been calling his people back to Israel, back to the land that he gave them uh, in the time of Moses. So, uh, in, even before that, of course, in the time of Abraham, uh, the land was promised. So, um, uh, there is certainly an application that even today is um, true of the Jewish people who belong to Israel. But you see, there's also an application, isn't there, for understanding Israel in the wider sense of all those who have been grafted in because of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of Christians today, if you look at the church globally, it is true that God has taken us from the ends of the earth. All over the earth there are believers. From the farthest corners he has called you. Remember Jesus said to the disciples, 
you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. We are called, as Paul, sa- as Paul says, and chosen by God. So uh, we can say that um, God has called us and chosen us. Now, what does he say? You are my servant. Now, that is true of his people Israel. It is true of Jesus who came as the servant to suffer on the cross, to give his life, to make it possible for the salvation, not only of Israel, but of all mankind. But it is also true of every believer today, whether Jewish or Gentile, because God is saying to each one of us, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. I might say that these prophetic scriptures have had a profound influence upon my life all the way through my ministry. I have fed again and again and again uh, on these scriptures. Every time I use a new Bible, and I get through a lot of Bibles um, because obviously I'm using the scriptures so much, preaching, teaching, and so on. Uh, When it comes to Isaiah, I always, this is the first part of the Old Testament that I am marking up and highlighting. Um, because these promises are just so wonderful and so vital, so real. And when you believe them, you see the outworking of them in your life. So I know that God says to me, and I know that he's saying to every believer who's listening to me now, you are my servant, I have chosen you, and have not rejected you. That's, that's good to remember, isn't it, when you're going through some dark night of the soul, through some valley, through some difficulty. God has not rejected you. He is there with you right in the middle of the mess, the muddle, confusion, perhaps the trauma that you're having to face, or some of you have, uh, have recently um, been suffering a period of grief. But whatever it is, whatever the need, if you're challenged by sickness or, or by some other kind of opposition in your life, hear the word of God. He is saying to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Don't think that those difficulties are some punishment by God because he's rejected you. That's totally erroneous. And then he goes on to say, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I might say that over the years, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of people delivered from fear and actually healed of diseases simply through teaching them how to appropriate and believe such promises as this from the Old Testament, as well as believing the promises from the New. Do not fear, for I am with you. I used to be an exceedingly fearful person when I was a young man, and actually it was this verse that brought about a revolution in my life. Um, Do not fear, for I am with you. God said to me one day, how can you believe that I am with you and still be afraid? Because you know who I am, so if you believe that I am with you, there is absolutely nothing to fear. So you see, there's a profound truth for us today. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. It doesn't matter what the situation or what challenge you're being faced with now. God is far bigger, far greater than the situation. There is no need to be dismayed. This is why we read in the New Testament, 
Give thanks in all circumstances, because this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Why? It doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances, because there are some things, I mean, we're not going to be thankful if we're sick or, or some terrible trauma has suddenly happened in our lives. But we can give thanks in those circumstances. We do not be, need to be dismayed, because God is with us, and he is so much bigger and greater than the circumstances. So he then says, I will strengthen you and help you. Tremendous words of promise which we can appropriate now. Uh, and he has been the strength of Israel throughout its history, but he is the strength of his people, the body of Christ. He is the strength of the new Israel of God, both Jewish and Gentile. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This sense of God upholding us, of lifting us up, of carrying us, of enabling us to rise above the circumstances. And then the scripture says, all who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all, for I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Now that, you see, is a word to Israel. Those who oppose Israel, I tell you, are in a perilous position because God himself will defend his people and will vindicate Israel. But you see, it's true also for us who belong to the Lord, who have been grafted in, part of the new Israel of God, not to replace Israel, but to inherit everything that God is wanting to do through Israel. Any who rage against us will be put to shame. We don't have to try to vindicate ourselves and defend ourselves. The Lord himself will do that. And he has given us authority over all the power of the enemy. If we exercise that authority, then it's true for us today that though we search for our enemies, we will not find them. And any who sort of wage war against us at a personal level will be as nothing at all. Why? And you see, this is what I love about these scriptures. I find them so personal. God, they're, they're God speaking to me personally. They're God speaking to you personally. What does he say? He says, I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Now, just, just, just listen to the words that, that we've, we've, we've looked at together today. Just, just receive them. God is speaking to you and he's saying, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. And you only have to remember who speaks these words the Lord God himself, your father, and he's speaking to you as his child. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 